and welcome to Kitty Talks, the podcast that shows you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur and co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders that are changing the world. They share their life stories on tips on how you can find your purpose. We all have a gift we can bring to the world. Do you feel dead to life? Like there's more to it, but you don't know where to start. Perhaps you don't fit in and you can't understand why. Are you pushing all the time and getting nowhere? Do you long to finally be sure which is the right path for you? This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma course. This eight-week online course, self-study, shows you how to find your purpose. The course demystifies the subject of Dharma and shows you that by following your highest excitement, you can unlock your greatest potential and create the life of your dreams. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma. Without further ado, let's dive into the next episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Kitty Talks. I have a favor to ask this week. If you haven't already done so, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review. I have to admit, I'm very green when it comes to these things, but I know I need to get more five-star reviews to get us featured in iTunes. So if you haven't already done so, please leave us a five-star review. Go on to iTunes, search for Kitty underscore talks, and you will find the podcast. Please, please, please subscribe there and leave us a five-star review so more people can awaken to their dharma. But without Without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to this week's guest. She is a 24, 24, yes, 24-year-old award-winning blogger, YouTube girl boss, life coach, manifesting spiritual queen. Emma Mumford is a spiritual speaker and author, and she shares her journey with us on Kitty Talks this week. She has gone from breakdown to breakthrough. She had a spiritual awakening um, caused by breaking up with her boyfriend, would you believe? And she now uses the platform she built when she was coupon queen to share the messages of spirituality and law of attraction. And she's got a huge, huge following. She's a massive blogger. And in this episode, you will learn how you can tune into your inner voice and effectively find your purpose and make a difference on the planet. So without further ado, let's dive in. So hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitty Talks. We share inspirational life stories that empower you to create yours. And today I have with me an award-winning blogger, 24, Emma. Oh my goodness, you have done so much in your life. She's an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach and public speaker. So Emma Mumford, welcome to Kitty Talks. Hi, thank you for having me. I am very excited to talk to you, Emma, because we have the same mission. When I was doing my research around you, I found that your mission is to awaken people to their own purpose. And I very much feel like that's my purpose too. So I thought we would have a wonderful conversation. And I was just so intrigued about your journey. So I know our listeners are going to have an amazing life story ahead of us. But um, would you mind just telling the people listening who you are and what you're doing in the world? 
Of course. So if you didn't already gather, my name's Emma Mumford. And yeah, I've got a lifestyle and spirituality blog. So I started off with blogging and then it's kind of blossomed into my brand of what it is today, essentially. So I've got a blog, I've got a YouTube channel, I've got a podcast, which is called Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. Um, so it's this kind of way to be interviewed today instead of being the interviewee. Um and yeah, I just share basically inspirational content online through all of my channels. So social media and my websites and things. And my mission is to inspire people to help them find their purpose and to, you know, help them manifest life of their dreams, essentially. And I think you and I sing from the same hymn sh- uh, sheet because I totally believe that we manifest and create our own rela- realities and that we can pull in and have the most amazing lives. And I know that's something that your law of attraction is one of your things too, isn't it? Yeah, that's how I started this. This was um, the essence of my foundations really is finding the law of attraction and having that want to manifest the dream life and um, documenting that. So I started documenting it on my YouTube channel and that's what really, you know, people gained interest and my followers were like, oh, what is this stuff? This is awesome. So it was kind of scary to you know, bring the spirituality onto my channels because nobody was used to it. And I think everyone was a bit shocked that all of a sudden I was like, law of attraction and spirituality Mm. is the universe. But now it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. So yeah, I've kind of like delved further into spirituality now. It started off as law of attraction. I think that's what people find. They find the law of attraction, they try it, they love it, they manifest. Mm. And they find actually that there's more to this and it's spirituality. So my tagline is spiritual queen. So that's basically what I cover (laughs) and take us back because I know before you were coupon queen so how did coupon queen go to spiritual queen spirituality queen which is we've got like two transformations in the story really (laughs) so we've got like my spiritual awakening right at the beginning then we've got coupon queen going into spiritual queen so um I run a nationally popular business called extreme couponing and deals UK and it that for me was just crazy I started that when I was 20 so it's five years And um, it just started off, I was basically in debt at the time, thanks to a not very nice ex-boyfriend. And, um, Who's been named and shamed now, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly we regret that. <laughs> and I was just in a really difficult situation. I had his debt on my shoulders. It was my legal responsibility. I had to pay it off. And at the age of 20, that's just not what you want. And it felt like the end of the world for me. It just felt awful like to have seven thousand pounds on your shoulders you had to pay off and I was only working part-time at the time anyway so money wasn't great at that time and for me it was about finding a a kind of release almost to just find something to give me that purpose to Mm. think right what can I proactively do to clear this debt amazing way to look at it though a lot of people wouldn't have done that that's an incredible empowering way to look at it And I think that kind of stems from my spirituality as well, like finding a way to proactively deal with things. And I definitely wasn't spiritual at that time. I I didn't even believe in God. Like I was raised quite, not forced to be Christian, but I believed in it. And obviously when I went to school, it was, you know, you would say your prayers and stuff. And then I think when I got to 18, 20, when I first started this business, yeah, I didn't really have a belief in anything because all this negativity was happening. And like, I just thought like, what God would give me this debt? What? 
God would Mm. do this to someone. So I think I just lost that belief system. So I found extreme couponing and I just really enjoyed it. And because I had anxiety and depression at that time, um, Mm. and I had it for four years until I cured it with law of attraction, um, it was just crippling for me. I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't do anything. I just lost every essence of my being. And couponing actually got me out of the house it got me to the shop and it forced me to go and get those free things so I could eat because I had like five pound in my bank account like five pound was not going to get me very far and through finding that outsource it just it saved me it saved me it put food on my table and it saved me and my friends were like you know come on you should like share this with people like you know people would love to know this advice how you save money and you know just to help people and I thought who the heck am I to do this? Like, <laughs> the little voice, the mean girl. Yeah. You've got like Martin Lewis, you've got all these incredible people. Emma from Dorset, who's she? <laughs> so I started off a Facebook page um, and it's called Extreme Couponing and Deals UK. And I still run it today. I am trying to sell the business, but I'm leaving that down to divine timing now. But um, yeah, I started it up and within like the first six months, it got like 10,000 followers. It was amazing. Wow. Just completely and, organically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, It's literally by me sharing my shops, sharing coupons as I found them. Just, you know, I didn't have any money to invest in advertising or anything. And I had no idea what I was doing. So (laughs) I'd never had any training in digital marketing or anything. So it was winging it the whole way. And that's like my catchphrase of everything I've done in life, winging it. So that was really interesting. And then the press got involved and they wanted to share my story. So once I, I was in all the national papers over Christmas a few years back about you know getting my shop for like 3p and donating it all to charity and stuff so that was amazing and now it's at like 350,000 followers and it's incredible like that community that has been built up by you know my want to save money so when I kind of got to a stage last year like I love running that business don't get me wrong you know it's my first baby my first business and I'm so proud that it's a limited company now and that you know it's my full-time income and has been for four years so I'm super proud of everything I built up with that and from that off the back brands would say hey why don't you create a blog and like we'll send you some stuff to review and you know I felt the want to do a blog as well so it started off as like fashiony kind of lifestyle mixed with money saving definitely and I just did that and then I thought hey what about YouTube because once I'd been on um an ITV show like they were like yeah you need to do YouTube like get yourself <laughs> out there so it kind of started all from ego and it kind of started from people telling me to do these things. And my boyfriend at the time, who again turns out to be a not so nice ex, helped me set up my YouTube channel. Um, so I'm obviously grateful for him for that. And again, that was money saving shops, like yeah. saving money and just beauty and lifestyle. So last year, well, I was spiritually awake two years ago and I started to incorporate that into my channel. And so, so don't you got to tell me the, the the dirty, the juicy details because, you know, oh sometimes in my experience, and I've done 90 of these interviews, quite often our spiritual awakening can be quite messy. Um, so I just, if you're open to it, Emma, like I'd love for you to just be, you know, warts and all, like what happened? Because I think probably someone listening might need to hear it. Yeah, they are pretty damn disgusting. I mean, it was not easy. Like, I don't think anybody will tell you it was a freaking walk in the park. It's not. So I was, like I said, with my second ex-boyfriend at the time. And it just evolved into a completely loveless kind of, kind of, not controlling. I don't think that's the right word. But just, it was a very toxic relationship. And it was very, like, manipulative. And I just, again, lost 
every essence of my being like I will hold my hands up and say I was not a great person. Like I didn't respect like him. I didn't really respect myself. And, you know, I didn't know my worth. I was like, you know, just giving my all to this person and literally just thinking this, this guy was my savior. Like I was like, well, he saved me from the last guy. So this guy was my savior. And it it was almost like I had that happily ever after, but then it just completely and utterly crashed to the floor. And as I mentioned before, I had anxiety and depression for four years and mm. that was out of control. Like I was suicidal and that's just not me. Like no. when I think back to that time, yeah. it's just not me. Like none of that was me. And I knew it wasn't me, but I think it was just like a cry out for help, a cry out for attention to just to just have some a meaning in life. Like, you know, I had this incredible business. I had money. I had a roof over my head. I was renting a flat with this boyfriend and I could, I didn't know who the hell I was and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going. And it was, I think it was just this overload of emptiness. So I found out that he was cheating on me with this girl who he's now actually with and had a child with. And it was crushing because I sensed it. I sensed right. it. And this was like, all through my life, I've sensed stuff, but I never knew until now what that feeling was. And yeah, it was horrible because you you love that person, you're with that person, and then you're like, damn, they're cheating on me. And it was horrible. So I, it just sent me into a spiral of depression and like suicidal thoughts. And it was the darkest, darkest days of my life, like the darkest. And the worst bit was, is I didn't have anybody really. I had my parents, but they didn't really understand it. And I don't think they really knew how to help at that time. My friends at the time were all very negative people, very bitchy. And as soon as I split up with the boyfriend and we broke up and he moved out, like they just didn't support me. So I was a lone wolf for a long time. And that was what I needed because I needed that absolute detox of people from my life and to mm. absolutely detox everything from my life and start afresh. So I always see that time of my life as like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Like mm. I hit rock bottom. Like I had, you know, when I say I had nothing, obviously I had my flat and I had my business, but emotionally and in myself, I had nothing. Like mm. that boy took everything from me, but I'm so glad he did <laughs> because I then filled myself up with amazingness, which I have today. So I'm grateful he took everything and I'm grateful he did everything he did because without him doing that, I wouldn't have all of the blessings I have today. So I think, from that awakening, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I think that's sometimes what happens, isn't it? It's like everything has to break down so we can break through. Definitely. So what what was it though for you? Like you said you had anxiety, you had depression. Like how did you come through it? How did you snap out of it? What was your, I suppose, the lightning or the light bulb moment? So for me, it was, I... So when we broke up, the week in which we broke up, um, I knew it was coming. I sensed it, but I just didn't want to admit the truth. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to admit that that was a reality. So I remember like he had gone out for the evening and had obviously gone to be with her and didn't come home that evening. And I was sat by the window and it must have been like 2 a.m. And I just remember crying, like hysterically crying and looking out the window and just being like, for the first time in probably like five years, being like, God, please help me. Just help me. Like help me do something God and it's weird because I don't actually use the word God now I actually use the word universe so I think at that time I was just like God help me I'm ready for this like save me help me and that was really weird because I'd obviously gone through no belief to having that moment of help me and within five days 
the universe delivered. It helped me. It got rid of that relationship. And a week or two later, I think I was kind of like very raw in the first two weeks. I didn't really know how to cope with my emotions or cope with anything. And I just remember sitting there and being like, you know, I'm running my business and that's literally keeping me alive right now. But there's more to life than this. Like there is more to life than this. Like, how am I going to come back from this? Mm. So I typed in on Google how to turn a negative situation into a positive, And I have no idea where those words came from. No idea. Obviously the divine, but mm. at the time I had no idea. And I opened up this YouTube video and Louise Hay was playing to me. And she was saying about all of these, you know, law of attraction and thinking of the mind and mindset. And I was like, this is true. I recognize this. Like this, I relate to this. So then I found out about The Secret. So I watched The Secret on Netflix. And again, I was like, wow, I can manifest anything I want in life. This is amazing. And all I have to do is be positive. Yes. And the more I learned about this, the more I was like, almost having that recognition of, oh yeah, I knew this. This is Yeah, this is true. Like I know this. So I connected back up with my friend, Selena, who I hadn't seen for ages. Like we were childhood friends and we connected back on Facebook and she's like, yeah, I do the law of attraction. So she recommended some really good books and videos to me. So admittedly, I started the law of attraction to manifest my ex back. And I didn't actually have the intention of curing my anxiety and depression. It was really odd. It was almost like, I knew it wasn't real. And when I went to the doctors about it and stuff, like they would prescribe me medication. And obviously like this advice does not replace medical advice at all. Like you need to do what is best for you. But those tablets sent me crazier. Like I generally Mm -hmm. reacted to those tablets and counseling. I did counseling, I did CBT and CBT worked for a while. It helped me to have someone to talk to, but it's almost like I knew that my problem was spiritual, if that makes sense. Like my anxiety and was spiritual. So I didn't have the intention to go and cure my anxiety and depression. I just wanted to feel happier. I think that was my intention. I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be fulfilled. I wanted to be me again. And I wanted to manifest my ex back. So I think from having that intention, obviously that just basically manifested the anxiety and depression going. And it took two weeks. Honestly, I had this for four or five years and it took Mm. two to three weeks for this literally weight in my stomach. I just woke up one morning and it was gone. It was just gone. And I was visualizing myself being happy. I was visualizing myself being, you know, fulfilled in life and just carefree. And that is what made me anxiety and depression free just by you know, awakening and like, you know, practicing, being grateful, finding the positives in life, just waking up and having a purpose, which was to manifest my ex back. Now my ex didn't manifest back. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) At a certain point I realized that no, this was stupid. And I obviously wanted to manifest my husband. And I knew that, you know, that ex wasn't my husband. So yeah, my law of attraction journey starts off with manifesting the things like the house, the husband, things in my career what what I think is fascinating is I've done like 90 of these interviews and when you listen when I talk to people about their awakening experiences the the common thread is the surrender yeah so you mentioned about the fact that you just said my experience is very similar to yours that I I wasn't religious I had an atheist father grew up in a like a very unreligious family yet got to a point in my life where I had to just surrender and ask for a higher 
forces help and you're not the first person who I've interviewed who has basically kind of said a similar sort of thing it's almost like we totally give in and we collapse and we surrender and at that point we are able to effectively come to a higher it's like we drop all the stuff we're carrying you know because we just give up like all these patterns and beliefs and all the stuff that we're kind of carrying around we just let go of and it's almost like there's space for something new higher level to come in because it was fascinating talking to you about your depression and anxiety because a similar journey to myself I've had anxiety and depression and I it's totally the way I was looking at life like you mentioned Mm -hmm. for people listening I think that's a really valid point you know when you're looking at what you don't have and you're looking at you know where we have no boyfriend or the boyfriend's cheated on me you know like you said all the lack 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 whereas when we go to the abundant the gratitude of where we are it's a very higher level emotion definitely and you let the light in as well totally Mm. so it's good advice i think for people listening if you're going through something like that then uh yeah try and focus on what you do have in your life and it will totally shift your vibration but sorry coming back to what you're saying about law of attraction so you started to play with this technique by the sounds of things oh what can i manifest now yeah so i i you know i then started sharing this journey on my youtube channel and you know it wasn't a main focus. It was maybe just one video a month where I was like, Hey, I found this cool thing. It's called law of attraction. I'm going to try it. Like I've manifested some cool things like money and money was definitely probably one of the biggest things I first manifested because obviously once he'd left, I then had to pay all the bills for myself. He left me with that great duty. didn't help me or anything. So because we were tied into our contract at the flat for like another six months, I had to just pay that all by myself. At that time, I was not earning enough to do that. So money was the main priority just to get by, be comfortable. And I managed to triple my annual turnover within six months, I think it was, which is just incredible. And like that for me is a massive success. And then I manifested being on this morning. I had a regular money saving slot on there, which was really cool. I loved that. Um, Because that was always like a little dream of mine to go on this morning. Um, So that was pretty cool. I loved that. I manifested some amazing friends. They were the next things to manifest. Um, I then manifested the house that I'm in now, my little dream house by myself anyway. And ultimately, I manifested the dream man after that. So I kind of created my dream life and created everything I wanted in 12 months, in under 12 months. So And I felt guided to do that. I felt guided to do all of that. Everything felt right. Everything felt like, you know, come on, like, we're going to bring you into this happiness now. We're going to bring you into this, like, abundance. So it felt right to manifest those things and share my journey. So the more I was vocal with my followers, the more I was vocal on my channels, it just felt right. And the more people found me and the more people connected. And, you know, it's, it's amazing, I think, that so many of my followers have followed me through my money saving journey and now all do this as well. And like I said, you know, if the secret hadn't have been written the way it had, people wouldn't connect to it. And although you kind of go in with quite I would say like an egotistical approach. Like I wanted the X back. I wanted the money. I wanted all of this stuff. Like you then learn that it's about so much more and it's about love and it's about your connection with the divine or the universe, whatever you want to call it. And you just, you connect to higher things. Like, you know, now I'm totally connected to my spirit guides, angels, you name it, I'm connected to it. And I was scared of that at first. Like I've been to my psychic for about five years. So she's seen me through this whole process. 
And she always used to say to me before, she was like, you're very spiritual. She says, the universe, like the universe is telling you, you listen very well. And I was like, what is she on about? Like the universe, what's that? But now it all makes sense. And it's good that she's been able, it's nice. It's like, she's been able to witness that journey as well. So what's lovely though, I think about your journey is that you have, you're really mainstream, which is brilliant. Cause I think this stuff needs to be, everybody needs to do it. So the fact that you had that audience within the mainstream around coupon sharing, you know, you've now taken them with you, which is the beautiful bit. You've actually, by sharing your journey, you've taken them on that journey with you. And I totally believe that um, abundance also comes from the number of people that we serve and we help. So by you sharing your journey, you know, you've had a massive impact on loads, many, like so probably so many lives you couldn't even count. Definitely. And, you know, by sharing each individual manifestation and going through my processes and what I've done, you know, sometimes like, and that's the thing, exactly with money saving. The reason why I started my work was because that information wasn't available online. Mm. And that's why I think I became so popular quickly because I was giving that information. And now I think it's exactly the same. Like, you know, I don't think there's any people my age openly talking about spirituality who are just normal everyday people who just have changed their life around and can manifest all of these incredible things. And, you know, it's funny, like I always thought that maybe I would appeal to a younger audience, you know, like my age, a bit younger, a bit older, but, you know, I have life coaching clients in their fifties and sixties. And that feels surreal to me because I'm like, why would you come to me for advice? But, you know, they're like, because you've just got this like world of wisdom. And, you know, I've always been told I have an old soul. I've always been told that. And I do feel about 80, but (laughs) (laughs) that's what I love that my work can reach anybody of any age and still resonate with them and they can still connect to it. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. And I think like in my experience anyway, the kind of younger generations are so much more evolved, like they're popping out more spiritually aware, more evolved, like millennials, for example, will not work for companies who don't have high values and ethics. It's just not even possible. Um, so I think, yeah, every generation is evolving beautifully from a, and our, luckily our consciousness is rising, I think on this planet, which is what we need. So definitely totally agree with that. So let's talk purpose. So I know you and I are both about awakening people to their purpose. So a lot of our listeners or most of our listeners are on that journey. You know, they are realistically finding it within themselves. They're looking within. They are here to make a difference. What's your advice for somebody who potentially, I suppose, is where you were a couple of years ago? So they're just waking up to this stuff. How can they look inside and how can they go towards their purpose? For me, I think it's about connecting to your inner voice, the connecting to your intuition or even connecting to the universe. So although you do that anyway, when you go into law of attraction and obviously you'll start seeing signs and messages from the universe, like for me, connecting to my angels were the best thing that I could do because I feel like they're my power squad. Like I feel like they're my little spiritual team. And whenever I'm feeling you know, just worried or need some reassurance or guidance, especially like career-wise or life-wise, I have that spiritual team I can call upon. So I would definitely suggest like connecting with your angels, connecting with your spirit guides if you feel comfortable to. And you don't have to rush all of this stuff. Like all of this took me two years to do. Like I was quite scared of the word spirit guides and I was scared of psychic abilities. Like that's another thing my psychic said. She says, you're really psychic. You're really in tune. And I was like, oh God, no, I don't want spirits talking to me. No, <laughs> no. I feared Waking all of Waking you up that. in the middle of the night. <laughs> 
And um, I don't have any of that. Like, you know, the only thing I have come through to me is like the universe, the divine and my spirit guides. And it's all loving. That's what I want to say. It's all loving. So if you can connect to that and really, you know, just ask when you need that guidance, when you need that reassurance, when you feel lost, the best thing you can do is go within. So meditation is incredible. I highly recommend meditation. Um, What type do you do? Well, this is, this is a funny story. So when I was 16, so before I did any of this, any of my couponing or anything, I was having a really bad summer and I just decided to pick up this book on Buddhism. And I was like, I'm Buddhist. I just turned Buddhist. And I was like, you can't just turn Buddhist then. But I was like, I've done it. I'm Buddhist. <laughs> I read this book and it had this, I swear it was in this book. But what's funny is my friend bought this book a couple of months ago and it's not in there. So I'm certain I must have channeled this at the age of 16. So I remember just this this meditation process of um, imagining a ball of white energy in your stomach. So you just, and you'll feel it when you visualize it, you'll feel that energy in your stomach and you just slowly feel it rise up your spine, up your chest. Like there's no rush, do this to your own kind of timing. So imagine that white circling ball all the way up to your throat, goes into your head. And then when it's firmly in your head, just imagine like the top of your head opens up mm-hmm. and then this white beam of light will literally go straight up to the heavens above, to the universe and just see what comes after that. So for me, mine's quite visual. I go to what's called my happy place. And this is, you know, a beautiful, beautiful meadow with like a gorgeous oak tree. And I used to go here and just be mindful. And I remember that a voice in this happy place would say to me, you know, put your wishes on these leaves and send them down the river. And I was like, okay, right. Okay. I'll do that. And I kid you not, everything I put on those leaves has happened in my life. So that was manifestation before I even knew about the law of attraction. So spirit has tried to find me for many years. And what was even more special about that is since then, like my future children have come through in there. My, um, my dream man, his higher self comes through in there. Um, angels coming through in there. So, and it can sound quite scary, like thinking like all these people are going to come in, but they come in when you're ready for it. Like that's the key with the universe. All this stuff will come to you when you're ready for it. So Mm. don't put pressure to see things. Don't put pressure to feel things like just go with the flow or come to you when you're ready. And working on your chakras is really good as well. Like when you open up your chakras and, you know, maintain them, especially you feel more aligned, you feel more centered and you're able to listen to your intuition more. So, you know, if you're having struggles with finding your purpose or believing in your purpose, then definitely like work on yourself, work on your self-love, center yourself, meditate, do what you need to do to get into your happy place. And the answers will come to you. They always come to you, whether it's through a sign, whether it's through meditation, whether it's someone telling you like signs are everywhere. Mm, Beautiful. And I think it's a really valid point what you say about having, finding a meditation practice that works for you, because I think there's this misnomer that meditation is quite difficult and you can't do it and I've got a monkey brain. And I think it's just finding the right practice, isn't it? Everybody has something different. And you've obviously found a really visual, you're obviously a really visual person and your practice is very visual. So definitely and like I said there's no right or wrong way to do that meditation I just said you know I share that openly with people now because you know I I didn't know what it was but obviously it's like my own form of meditation but yeah I've done that since I was 16 and it's always grounded me it's always helped me and I've always received such loving messages so don't put pressure on yourself to see your happy place to start off with like that took me probably a good few months to get to so you know even if you just see 
blank space. Like just let messages come to you. Just open yourself up to it. And the more you open up to it, the more that will come to you. And how did the, um, cause I know you're also doing the merchandise side of things as well. Was that, did, did that kind of just flow in? Like what was the story behind that? Yeah. So I started doing my merchandise in November last year and I always wanted to do stuff. I always wanted my own candle range. Um, but I never sort of saw like the journals or anything or anything else I do or even the courses or webinars I'm doing. Like I never saw any of that. So I always thought like, oh yeah, I'll have, I'll have my own candle range when I'm like really successful, blah, blah, blah. I never saw myself doing it, put it that way. Um, so it started off with a calendar. I just thought, oh, do you know what? A calendar would be really nice to make because I, I used to make these prints on Etsy anyway with beautiful graphics and quotes. So I thought, oh, a calendar would be quite nice because then I can create some stuff specifically for law of attraction and spiritual because there was nothing out there with it on mm. and it would be a nice reminder for people to have throughout the year and they sold out within two weeks so I was like oh okay maybe this, this works is- yeah yeah the, like people like this stuff so then I went on to journals so I've got like manifestation journals gratitude journals I basically created what wasn't on the market and what I wanted to see like what I would want to use and mm. I think that's what helps me channel and you know helps me create these things because you know the universe made it happen the universe like gave me the execution I needed to make these happen and you know I've always been like in my divine masculine I think so I always have great execution skills and I'm always like able to just go and you know do things um especially in career but yeah I think you know I've always had that faith I've always had that belief and I just know that when I'm aligned and when I'm channeling and like connected to the universe that whatever comes out creativity wise is going to help so many people beautiful and what's next for you Emma what's um on the horizon um on the horizon so I'm currently writing my book at the moment um I'm not sure how much I can say um but for the last year I've obviously been quite vocal on my channel about wanting to manifest a book deal and I have taken the steps to do that and been quite vocal about it um and now that is well on the way to happening which I'm super excited about and proud of so I'm hoping within the next year or so you guys will manifesting you guys will be able to read my book but yeah I'm in the process of writing it I'm about two-thirds of the way through so it's it's so amazing to be able to write it it's so healing to write it and it's weird because I feel like the universe is actually sending me on these tests and these journeys to be able to write the chapters, mm. which is quite traumatic. Mm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's been a tough Sounds six Sounds like months. another podcast in itself. <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough six months. But you know what? I'm grateful for that because I've awakened even further. I've totally had another spiritual awakening in the last six months. And um, I just feel like I'm even evolving even further into spirituality. So I know that this book is going to be written with so much love and the information and the advice that is in there is just so powerful. So it's really rewarding for me to write that. Fabulous. And how can people find you? Where are you? What are your kind of uh, handles? So I'm on obviously Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all under Emma Mumford. My handle is I am Emma Mumford. My website is emmamumford.co.uk. So you can find like my podcasts on there, my webinars I do, my life coaching if you're interested in that. Basically everything you need to know is on my website in one place. But yeah, you can basically find me from Googling really. Fabulous. Well, Emma, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing your story. And I know everybody listening will be very empowered to take action by listening to you having like basically attracted this amazing life. But so thank you for coming on Kitty Talks.
Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. And we will see you next week with another amazing guest. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Kitty Talks this week. I know Emma's journey will have inspired you to take action. So some action I'd love you to take is also to leave us a five-star review if you haven't already done so. The more five-star reviews we get, the more people find us and the more we go up in the rankings of iTunes. So if you haven't already done so, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And we will see you again next week on Kitty Talks. This podcast was sponsored by my Do Your Dharma course. Create a life so good that you pinch yourself. This eight-week online course demystifies Dharma and shows you how to tune in to why you're really here. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma.